0: What is up, everyone? It is Quinn here, back with another video. And today, I'm gonna to be running through my top 36 rookie superflex rankings, and also splitting all these players up into tiers. So I've already put out my uh, rookie running backs, my rookie wide receivers. And now we're combining all the positions breaking them into tiers. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. If you do, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. I also wanna know your thoughts down below in the comment section. ADP is still kind of you know forming at this point. We don't really have a locked in picture of the specific slots where everyone's going. So I wanna know what players you have higher than me, lower than me, let me know why, and I'll make sure to get back to you down below in the comment section. But let's just jump right into it. Starting off in tier one, one player here, it's Bijan Robinson. Not gonna you know beat a dead horse. We know why he's the 101. He is a round one startup pick. So you know basically like a top 12 value in all of dynasty. And if you have the 101 here, I'm not saying you need to draft from this spot. But if you are gonna draft from the 101, it's gotta be Bijan Robinson. If you would rather take someone like Anthony Richardson, C J Stroud, you know like I personally would disagree but if you think they're the number one player overall you've just got to trade out of this spot just trade back to the 102 if you want one of those guys because you're going to be able to get something on top of it because pretty much everyone values Bijan robinson as the number one overall player in this class now shifting into tier two two quarterbacks here anthony richardson and bryce young so i have richardson as my 102 bryce young as my 103. i really feel like you're kind of just taking your pick here for me, I prefer the elite upside of an Anthony Richardson, but I also acknowledge that Bryce Young is the much safer option. He is significantly less risky. Like if I had to pick one quarterback in this class who is going to be good for a very long time, I would choose Bryce Young. Anthony Richardson has that crazy ceiling. So at this point, kind of just taking your pick between safety and uh, high upside. Now in tier three, I have two guys in this tier also, and this kind of may be the first bold take. I have jameer gibbs as my 104 and then cj stroud as my 105 i do slightly prefer gibbs here over cj stroud and i think at this point looking at my dynasty rankings at worst jameer gibbs is my dynasty running back five and i honestly think we can have a legit conversation about him over christian mccaffrey you know especially based on team construction if you're on a rebuilding team give me Jameer Gibbs every day of the week. He's, I think, five, six years younger than Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey could be the better win now option, but I mean, we could make a legit argument that Jameer Gibbs is the RB4 behind guys like uh, Bijan Robinson, Brees Hall, and then JT. Those would be the three players that I have firmly ahead of Gibbs. 12th pick in the draft, crazy draft capital for a running back. He's an elite receiving prospect. And I feel like there's this idea that running backs don't hold value super well. And I think that's true for when they start to get older. But when we're looking at these younger running backs the rb2 and rb3 in dynasty brees hall and jonathan taylor they're both coming off of season ending injuries we have a guy like travis Etienne, who's valued as the running back six and has never put up a running back one season so i think the value is kind of insulated here with jameer gibbs and that's why i do have him here as my uh, 104 and then if you go stroud here at the 104 like i'd be totally cool with it and i do acknowledge like the top five top six in this class are really, really strong because I mean, even for me, I'm ranking the number two pick in the draft who's a quarterback as the 105. So if you're getting Stroud at the 105, I also think that is a really strong value. Now, tier four, it's going to be a one player tier. JSN Jackson Smith and Jigba here as my 106. I think for him to kind of jump a tier into that tier three with Gibbs and Stroud, he would have needed like a top tier landing spot. He was my wide receiver one pre-draft, and I'm not trying to you know get super into the uh, landing spot. I'm not going to uh, move him below Addison or Quinton Johnston. I still think he's the wide receiver one, so not changing it from pre-draft. Now, tier five, two more wide receivers here, Jordan Addison and Quentin Johnston, the 107 and the 108. I really think you could go either way on these dudes. Talked about him in my wide receiver rankings. Addison feels like the safer option, a guy who could be a high-end wide receiver two behind Jefferson, similar to a T. Higgins behind Jamar Chase or a Devonta Smith behind A.J. Brown, whereas on the other side, Johnston may be a little bit more boomer bust, But on the upside, I mean, being Justin Herbert's wide receiver one, if he hits could be an elite, elite ceiling. So I really can't blame you here for going in either direction. And then here in tier six, I feel like this is kind of like the last consensus ranking or tier slot here. And it's going to be another one-man tier with Zay Flowers here at the 109. I think he's clearly behind the other three wide receivers of JSN, Addison, and Quinton Johnston. But then I also think he's kind of clearly ahead of everyone else at both the wide receiver position and quarterback, tight ends, you know, running backs. All of that stuff he gets the first round capital to the ravens not a great landing spot but i don't think it's you know terrible so i just think he's a very solid fair value pick here at the 109 so i feel like the first nine picks i've run through pretty consensus you know i think like i talked about in tier two anthony richardson bryce young you could flip those guys but i think in most drafts those two are going 102 103 I think the tier three guys, Gibbs, Stroud, you can flip them, but I think in most drafts, they're going 104, 105. Probably the latest Gibbs would go would be 106 if someone prefers JSN over him. I think JSN is pretty consensus going over both Addison and Johnston. I think Addison and Johnston are both pretty consistently going over Zay Flowers. And then I feel like Zay Flowers is pretty consistently going over the rest of the field. But now I'm gonna be jumping into tier seven, and I feel like this is where this draft class kind of experiences a big fall off here. So from the 110 to the 201, I have Dalton Kincaid, Devin a. Chain, Zach Charbonnet, and then Michael Mayer. And if I'm being honest here, if I'm holding a pick, you know, from the 110 to the 201, I really do not want to be drafting late round one, early round two. I want to be moving back into the late second because looking at Kincaid here, right? He's my 110. I really like him as a prospect. I love the landing spot but I definitely do not wanna be using a 110 pick on this guy. We know tight ends are kind of slower to develop, so it's probably gonna be tough for him to gain value super early on. And then even like looking at these running backs, I talked about them in my running back video. I feel like one of these dudes is probably gonna slip into like the 203, 202, somewhere in there. And I'd be fine drafting them there, But I'm not trying to draft A-Chain at the 111, Charbonnet, you know, sharing a backfield with Kenneth Walker at the 112. Like, I think in my rankings, they're going to slide in here. But do I actually want to be spending that draft capital on them? personally no. Michael Mayer here at the uh, 201, he falls out around one. I don't really think it's a huge deal that he ends up going round two. still a very solid prospect uh, going to the Raiders. But like I said, would rather kind of punt this overall position. If you can turn the 110, the 111, 112, any of those picks into a 2024 first, even if it's on a top team where you think it's probably going to be a later 2024, I'd be totally willing to do that. Um, or if you want to package maybe a second round pick, try to get into that top six, top five in this class, which is really, really strong. I'd pretty much just be doing anything in my power to not be drafting from this spot. So now shifting into tier eight, and this is really where things kind of just get all over the place. So this is going to be a massive tier. I'm just going to run through the names. And then just kind of talk about some of these dudes. So from the 202 to the 301, I have a run of Josh Downs, Will Levis, Kendra Miller, Marvin Mims, Jonathan Mingo, Tank Bigsby, Sam Laporta, Tajay Spears, Jalen Hyatt, Roshan Johnson, Rasheed Rice, and then Hendon Hooker. So I don't think there's gonna be a ton of consensus in this range. You know, like in previous years, we kind of know what guys are going: 201, 202, 203, 204, at least a range of players. Like looking at my rankings, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw Rice get picked at the 201 or the 202. And I wouldn't be shocked if we saw my 202 Josh Downs get picked back end of the second, early third round. Like I do feel like it is just wide open, which is another reason why I'd be trying to get to the back end of the second, because I don't wanna be spending an early second round pick on Josh Downs. I have him ranked there but I don't want to be drafting him there. I'd rather trade back to the 210-211 in a spot where he still may be available, you know, instead of kind of just burning that early second round pick. So like I said, I have Josh Downs at the 202. Will Levis is a guy that I do think is a little tough to rank because he was someone who was slotted in to be going early first round. He falls out of the first round, lands with the Titans and they trade up to get him in the early second. So I guess the draft capital ended up being all right. And I mean, there is a path to him earning the starting job, even as soon as this season here in week one, like I don't think they're uh, committed to Ryan Tannehill long-term. And it definitely seems like they're kind of uh, out on Malik Willis here, but also going in the second round, right? Second round is not top 10. So I also feel like there's a shot that he may never even get a real opportunity to be the guy. So kind of a tough guy to rank. I feel like he's probably gonna end up going early second, but once again, don't really wanna be drafting him there, even though I do have him ranked there. I do wanna point out that I uh, switched up my running backs a little bit from my initial running back rankings video. I think I did that one the day the draft ended. So I've had a little bit more time to think about it. I ended up jumping both Kendra Miller and Tank Bigsby over Tajay Spears. I think I was a little harsh on Bigsby for the landing spot. ETN going into his third season, they may not pick up that fifth year on him, even though you know he was their first round pick. I think Bigsby could kind of work into this backfield. I don't know if the Jaguars are totally in love with ETN. They were a little hesitant to use him a ton last season. So I think Bigsby getting the third round draft capital, I might've been a little harsh on him. And then Kendra Miller, I just do think he has an opportunity to see a decent amount of work here in his rookie year. Um, And then Tajay Spears, he is planted behind Derrick Henry, but I still have them, you know, obviously in this same very, very large tier. I talked about Will Levis at the uh, quarterback position, talked about these wide receivers, why I had them ranked where I did in my wide receiver video, Downs, Mims, Mingo. I just like the prospect profiles of Downs and Mims. I like that Mims got round two capital. For Mingo, wasn't someone I loved coming into it, but early second round draft capital, that's something we definitely have to pay attention to. Hendon Hooker here at the quarterback position, I feel like is another guy who's a little tough to rank. He goes in the third round compared to Will Levis going in the second, which I do think has got to give uh, Will Levis the edge there. But I do still have Hendon Hooker going at the two, three turn. I think the Lions landing spot is nice. Develop a year or two behind Jared Goff. And then maybe if they like him, then they give him the opportunity. Looking at uh, Sam Laporta, who I have here in mid round two. He's someone who I think is probably going to be available at the 2-3 turn, but I really do just like him as a prospect here. Slot's in mid-second for me. He gets the great draft capital going early second round. A very good athlete. The opening is there for the Lions. And then he just put up really strong production the last two seasons, so just checks a lot of the boxes that you'd be looking for at the tight end position. And so that's kind of my tier eight here, a big kind of hodgepodge of a bunch of different positions. Um, Like I said, I'd rather be picking at the back end because I feel like it's just going to be a scramble of where these guys go. I don't think any of these players are super locked in to early second round. And then my final tier it's basically just another big tier here and we're kind of just looking for dart throws in this range so tier nine we're going to go luke musgrave jaden reed chase brown israel vanaconda cedric tillman evan hole deuce vaughn zach evans eric gray darnell washington and then finishing it up with tank dell so these guys span from the 302 to the 312 and this is kind of the range where you're choosing between some questionable wide receiver prospects who got solid draft capital versus these late round running backs. So I wanna start off with my 302, that is Luke Musgrave. Very solid size, dude's big, six foot six, 253. He's a very solid athlete, which we definitely like to see at the tight end position. He goes early second to the Packers, so he also has that draft capital. Now he hasn't really had a big season production wise, but it definitely seemed like he was on his way to one in the 2022 season. Um, he played in just two games before he had a season ending knee injury, but in those two games, caught 11 passes for 169 yards and a touchdown. So you may honestly be getting him at a little bit of a discount, because if he goes out, has that monster season, he could be you know more in that Laporta range in terms of where you can draft him. So you might be getting him at a discount. Then I have uh, Reed, who I talked about, don't really love the profile, but he gets the second round draft capital. And then we see a ton of these running backs here, Chase Brown, Abanaconda, Tillman at the wide receiver position, nothing crazy, Hull, Deuce Vaughn, Zach Evans, Eric Gray. These are all guys where they're later round picks, but you're just kind of hoping they can either work into a backfield or just take advantage of an injury. And then you're able to flip them, or maybe they're giving you RB2 flex value later on in the season. I want to know what you guys think about Darnell Washington here. I didn't really know where to rank him. I considered putting him, you know, all the way in the fourth round, ended up going with him at the 311. Obviously, he gets a really tough landing spot and the draft capital definitely fell off. Third round isn't a killer, but it definitely is tough when you thought he could have gone like late round one, but he still is a freak athlete, obviously fell to the injury concerns. I guess if he can deal with that, I think he's just worth a shot in the late third but I kinda wanna know what you guys think there, just taking a shot on a physical freak. And then the final player in these rankings is going to be Tank Dell. So just kind of some general overviews. I think this class ended up being very, very top heavy. I think the top six, probably more specifically, the top five is very, very stacked. You've got a round one startup pick in there. I think you've got Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson who are probably gonna go in the first two rounds of startups. I think Jameer Gibbs is in that range. I think CJ Stroud is probably a top three round guy. And then JSN, I think a lot of people are really going to like. I'm a big fan of him. He'll probably also go top 40, maybe even in the top three rounds. So very top heavy, you know, from the 101 to the 106 area. I think 107, 108 is solid. I think 109 is all right. 110 through like mid second round, I'd rather avoid it. I want to get up or I want to get back to kind of like the two, three turn late second somewhere in there. And then third round, just kind of taking shots at a lot of these guys. So what do you think about this class? How do you think about the tiers, the rankings? Let me know down below. If you stuck around, thank you. Do me a huge favor, hit that like button. And if you are not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. But thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.